Welcome to another episode of Series Scrapped. I'm Sarah. And I'm Bryn. And we're talking about Firefly. And we should talk about all the things. The things! Look at us remembering the things. Sometimes we remember. Sometimes. (laughs) And sometimes we remember before the end of the episode. Sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) It's often. (laughs) But yes, please leave us a review if you um, have an Apple device, because that's the only place you can review podcasts. (laughs) Um, That's silly. <laughs> it is super silly because, like, Google Podcast doesn't have reviews. Spotify, I don't think, has reviews. So if you have an iOS device, which I do not. But you can probably come to our Facebook group. Yes. And leave comments and stuff there. If you can't Definitely. review us on your podcast service of choice (laughs) choice. yeah come on into the facebook group and chat about these episodes and your favorite shows and and leave us suggestions as to what shows you want us to cover because our list is ever growing yeah our list is so small we need more (laughs) suggestions so teeny tiny (laughs) Just kidding. It is very lengthy. But, yes. I mean, the more votes, like, specific ones get, we would do that sooner. I would. That's true. Assume. And, like, if we get some more people in the group, we can start, like, doing polls. Hey, here's our four choices for our next series to go over. Ooh, Vote for your favorite. Yes. And maybe we can do some giveaways for people who are responsive. Yeah. See, don't you love being part of our creative process? <laughs> We need to make some t-shirts and stuff. We do need the merch because, you know, we've got, I'm with the morgue. Yeah, we're working on it. Yeah. At least one t-shirt per series. That's what I think we should do. Right. Yes. That would be fun. One, like, nice quote from each series. I think that's a great idea. I'm with the morgue would be for true calling. Yes. Yeah. So, and if you're here for Firefly, check out some of the other, like, the uh, other series we have covered. Yes. You won't be sad watching those shows or listening to our recaps of those shows. Yes. Because they're fantastic. They are at that. We have great self-confidence. <laughs> Don't you worry about us. <laughs> anyway, let us talk about the episode of Firefly called The Message. The Message. No intro again. Fun no times. intro, no maltro, and the we maltro, still have—that's what we were calling it. We still have Shepard doing the previously, which I am still confused as to like why you would pick him to like be the narrator of the show. I don't know. A lot of shows for the previously on rotate characters. Yes, um, and that makes sense, which I like. But I don't know if they just, like, had him do it one time and were like, we have that recording. Let's just, Let's just you know. go with that. Well, like you were mentioning in the last episode, cheap. I can do this cheap. Yeah, right. We've got the one recording. Listen, please just let me from... do it. I can do it for so cheap. We've got the one recording from Shepard. We'll just go with that for previously on. Yes. I get it. Anyway, we open on a man in a marketplace talking about... Talking crazy about aliens. Talking crazy. Which is funny, given the premise of this show. Yeah. I don't feel like aliens should be crazy to anyone. Right. Living in this world. Living in a place where you can go from planet to planet. 
Although we don't see a lot of aliens. We don't see a lot of variations on the planets either. So right. It's like all t a t o o n e planet we keep leaving and coming back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he says inside this tent is proof of alien life. Inside the tent, Simon tells Kaylee it's a cow fetus. And I throw up in my mouth a little bit. Right. <laughs> I didn't really, but I wanted to. Right? I, I feel like. They start flirting, but Simon's terrible at flirting. <laughs> Just like he's terrible at all social situations. Don't、he's、worry. He's like Ross. Like, oh, that was flirting? He a little bit is Ross. Yeah.、Um, a little bit, he's a little bit worse than Ross, though, because he's a little bit like more serious. Yeah. And Ross. Yeah. He's less of a laughing stock, and, but just as awkward. Right. Like, <laughs> super intense. Anyway,、um, Simon ends up accidentally offending Kaylee by saying she is, in fact, the only girl in the world. Right. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, he did kind of a terrible job there. Love Wash's reaction to the cow fetus, though. Yeah. Keeps talking to it and saying things like, Do not fear me. We should live in peace, which was amazing. <laughs> Zoe asks Simon if he's struck out again. <laughs> he says he's not good at talking to girls. And Zoe asks, Is there anyone you are? Good at talking to? <laughs> She's like, Well, you're not really good at talking to us either. So <laughs> that tracks. Inara and Mal are wandering <clears throat> through the marketplace. Mal struck out on yet another buyer for the gun they stole last episode. No one will buy it because it's too famous. Inara offers again to sell it to one of her clients, but Mal doesn't want her career in jeopardy. Which is very gallant. Yes, this career he disapproves of so highly. Right. <laughs> The crew gets packages. Mail day. Mail day. Jane gets his hat. His hat. Finally. I know. Which, like, it's so famous. It is so famous. But if this is like the last episode that actually like aired, wow. The crew gets packages. Jane gets his hat from his mom. A man walks down the street in that hat. Everyone knows he's not afraid of anything. That's what Wash <laughs> says. That's the quote I had from Wash. He has、that. great quotes every episode. You know, he really does.、Uh, Mal and Zoe open their package. It's a dead body. Yeah. <laughs> Hooray! See, there's always bodies in crates. Always bodies in crates. Sometimes they're alive, sometimes they're not. <laughs> oh my goodness. So many bodies. All right.、Uh, let's see. A flashback to the war seven years ago. A man is hiding out. Puts his gun away and starts opening a can of beans. Speaking of man hiding out. Who is the body? This is Knox. I'm like, Zoe and Mal got a person present. <laughs> It's Knox from Angel.、Um, oh. And, fun fact, also in Buffy, he was Holden in Buffy. The Buffy episode is when she's talking, it's conversations with dead people. And he's a vamp, but he, like, they knew each other in high school, so they're like chatting. Like, she was、That's、gonna like、funny. fight him, and then she's like, oh, hey, how's it going? You know, it's like, oh, well, you know, vampire, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Yeah. So then they like end up chatting forever, and then they fight. 
but they like catch up and that's so funny at the same time like tara's talking to willow but she's dead like everybody's talking to like dead people with like conversations with dead people anyway oh that's funny yeah in the episode um, that's the firefly. <laughs> that's funny. Right, exactly. So I'm like, okay, so he's a vampire here. Um, and then in Angel, he just like worships. Um, he is what causes Fred to die. But oh, man. anyway. Anyway, that's, that's the fun tangent on our fun little corpse here. This dead body guy. Yeah. Um, is alive seven years ago, obviously. Yes. And starts opening a can of beans. An enemy soldier sneaks up to kill him, but Zoe gets to the enemy first and kills him. She chews out the soldier for letting his guard down. She says she took out a few of the scout soldiers, and he says he didn't hear a thing. Zoe says, first rule of battle, little one. Don't the uh, don't ever let them know where you are. Right. And then Mal comes screaming in <laughs> and shooting and yelling at and uh, shooting at everything, yelling, I'm right here, coming yeah. at me! <laughs> what did we say? She's, she says something like, uh, of course there are other schools of thought. Right, yeah. So. <laughs> yes, that uh, was so good. Uh, let's see, there's... Uh, the other soldier's name, it turns out, is Tracy, we finally learn. Um, Tracy says the lieutenant went crazy, even though he's not injured. They're going to take the lieutenant to another location. There's too much, they're under too much fire here. A seeker comes and explodes. Tracy is injured. Back to the present. The dead body is Tracy. So did he survive that explosion or? (laughs) Looking pretty good for dead for seven years. (laughs) There's no return address. The postman says it's illegal to ship corpses and they need to get it out of here. He could get fired. Postman says it's been there about a week. Mal and Zoe say they are taking the body on board with them. They carry it to the ship. Simon stops Kaylee and asks if they got something fun. (laughs) Kaylee doesn't respond. And River calls him a boob. Yeah. Simon is so confused. Back on the ship, Zoe's examining him. Jane and Wash say they don't know. Say they don't know that the corpse isn't plague-ridden, and Simon offers to do a proper autopsy, which only further offends Kaylee. <laughs> <laughs> Simon can't do anything right this episode. Right. Mal says not just yet. Zoe finds a recording device on the body with his last wishes on it and says what happened to him. Some sketchy-looking dudes come on. <laughs> Come come to the post office looking for the body. They say they're cops. They feel sketchy, though. They do feel sketchy, but I had questions about how he got there. Not sketchy, guys. The corpse. The corpse. I'm like, did he mail himself? I'm like, okay, maybe they will yeah. be answered. Who, like, who put the, the thing in his hands and, like, right. somebody shipped him? Right. Yeah. Like, I don't know. we have questions. Where's Beth? Did, where's Beth? <laughs> where's Beth from Moonlight? <laughs> we she have can questions. Answer our questions. Uh, yeah, yeah. This main cop guy is Terry Hatcher's ex-husband in uh, Desperate Housewives. Ah, he is great. He's a great character in Desperate Housewives. Right. Actually, um, he generally plays some kind of scuzzball because. 
kind of has that, has that face. face. <laughs> yeah. It kind of looks like it's got doll. <laughs> Poor guy. Uh, anyway, um, let's see. The cops are looking for the body that was mailed. They threaten the postman who tells them there was a box big enough to be a corpse and Malcolm Reynolds picked it up. He tells them where to find Serenity. Back on Serenity, Kaylee is replaying the recording. Simon comes to talk to her and hears the recording, so he leaves without Kaylee noticing. Shepard says a few words over Tracy's body, and then he and Jane discuss various reactions to death. River climbs on top of the casket and lies down. That was odd. Yeah. And it never came up again. No, like, we didn't want to explain that. Like, and I know she's supposed to do weird things. But I feel like sometimes they just throw out weird things with no thought to what it could mean they're just like she should do something weird right um and what should we have her do that's weird and instead they could be like like we talked about with uh a few episodes ago where we talked about her ominous words could come back around in cool ways but they don't always yeah and i think the same is true of her weird actions yeah like we need to explain river more than we are yes we can't just let her be weird for the sake of being weird yeah you know, she needs to be deeper than than that. Yeah. Like, why is she pulling labels off of cans? Like, yeah. What about the labels offense her? Right. Yes. Agreed. Why does she lay on top of a casket, yeah. essentially? Like, does... Like, I, yeah. Is it helping her be close to the person? Yeah. Like, there's so many questions. Um, Mal, Zoe, and Inara are laughing at some of Mal and Zoe's war stories about Tracy. The ship is fired at. The cops call them to be boarded and claim they have stolen goods. They try to stall while they search the crate, but they come up empty-handed. Mal tells Simon to do the autopsy. Simon says someone cut into him before. Simon tries to cut into him again, and Tracy wakes up screaming! Yeah! (laughs) Don't cut me! (laughs) He fights off Simon and Mal holds him down. Simon says Tracy's vitals are off the charts and Mal says to explain what he stole and from who. Tracy and Kaylee are making eyes at each other. (laughs) Simon is really regretting the fact that he's not good with words. While while he says, uh, while Tracy tells them uh, that he was hired to transport human organs. When he got to the drop site, they would put his organs back, but he got a better offer, three times as much. But when he got there, the new buyer was dead, and he was surrounded. He got out, but decided they might stop looking for him if he were dead. <laughs> the cops over are over being stalled. <laughs> Super over. Okay, we're done here. Yeah, Mal convinces them to land. Kaylee takes Tracy to hide him. Shepard says there's a fed station on the planet they are landing on, but the cops haven't made a transmission since they broke Atmo. Dun, dun, dun. A chase ensues, but Wash gets their ship hidden. The cops start blasting everything near where they are hidden. Okay, in the chase, let's revisit how Joss likely said, I can do this real cheap. I feel like when they're, like, flying through the canyon, they reuse the same shot. Like, three times. I'm like, didn't they just fly through that canyon? Wait, is that the same canyon? 
Are they still flying? Well, and I told you. Do they you, keep going back? I told you about the the local filmmaker. Um, his name is Brian Brough. He makes a lot of. He's made several Beauty and the Beast adaptations and lots of Jane Austen adaptations. Um, that's kind of his specialty. But another specialty of his is working with a very low budget. And <laughs> he has this one ice fishing, ice fishing scene <laughs> between this girl who's on a date with this guy named Mike and they're ice fishing as part of this date. And it just goes terrible. And that scene is in like three, maybe four of his movies. <laughs> And I like, feel like we've talked about this before. But part it's still of me funny. is convinced he keeps casting the same main girl in his movies so he can keep using <laughs> the ice fishing scene. And I'm over here like, it's just not that good. Stop reusing it. Like he's like, oh man, man, I've got the I know, best scene. I know ever. it makes it seem like he has more locations and things like that, but like. How vague did you have to write this ice fishing scene so that you could use it in every movie forever after? Like, I don't understand. Like, but this is this is the thing about cheap filmmaking. <laughs> uh, it's so frustrating. Yeah, like they're flying. They're that. The is that same the same canyon? Same shot? That, yeah. that seems like the same shot. And it seems like the same shot again. This is also why the clip in Monty Python when uh, he's running (laughs) over the hill and it starts back every time. That's why that's so funny because you see that in cheap movies all the time. Stuff like that. Um, And and I think it's just drawing attention to like crappy, crappy filmmaking. (laughs) Oh, it's a good time. And now you need to watch. And now I need to watch Body Python. Oh my god! Yes, yes. Huge tracts of land. <laughs> that burned down, fell over, and then sank into the swamp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the fourth one stayed up. <laughs> Brian and I say all the time, "Let's not bicker and argue over who killed who." Cops start blasting everything near where Serenity is hidden. Uh, the crew on Serenity is afraid that they will get crushed. <laughs> Shepard might have an idea. He says we should call the cops and let them board. Tracy overhears and pulls a gun on everyone. Mm. Dang it, Tracy. Pull yourself together. Pull yourself together. <laughs> Mal tells Wash to do it anyway. Tracy shoots at Wash, so Zoe shoots Tracy. He backs away and takes Kaylee hostage. Mal, Jane, and Zoe surround Tracy, and Jane finally gets a shot in to take him down. Kaylee gets away. The cops board. They're surrounded. Shepard says he knows they're out of their jurisdiction and running this illegal gig on the side. So they could kill the cops and leave them here, and no one would care. The cops decide to give up and leave. (laughs) A good choice, really. Right? Tracy apologizes to everyone and dies. (laughs) They take his body back to his parents. Kaylee gives the family his recording, and Simon takes Kaylee's hand. And I say we finally left Tatooine and landed on Hoth. <laughs> hey, hey, Hoth! Look at that! 
Look at us having different locations. <laughs> this is it's the ice fishing here. <laughs> Please don't try to use this location in every episode now. <laughs> uh. um, a couple, a quote that stood out to me was when um, Tracy was threatening everyone with a gun. He's like, I swear to your God. On, like, when he was pointing it at Shepard. <laughs> I was like, oh, that was clever. <laughs> that was clever. There's an episode of Supergirl where um, <clears throat> Supergirl and Monel. Have you watched Supergirl? No. Monel is, um, shoot, he's from the other planet, so he's basically like. Callow, but he yeah he he has the same uh, similar he has similar powers to Supergirl sure but he's from the other planet where I guess they're the Kryptonians like ran away to okay anyway Monel is pretending to be a human couple with with Kara and uh, they go in and he's like yes we'd we'd like to you know do we'd like to go to Paris the country and she, she's out the city and he's out the city Paris the city. <laughs> And, uh, and he says something about gods, and, and she's all, one god, and he's all, just the one, just the one god. <laughs> <laughs> and there's another episode. He's trying to be human. And he's like, I know, there's another episode where Terry Hatcher is his mom. Oh, um, which that's is amazing. super fun. I love all yeah. the Easter eggs like that in, in the DC TV shows. But anyway, yeah. Terry Hatcher's pretending to be a human, and she says something to someone else, and she's like, um, praise the gods or something like that. And then that, that person is like, and totally knows, she's like, you know I'm not human, don't you? And she's all, yes. And she's all, it was when I praised the gods, wasn't it? <laughs> she's like, yes. Dang it. Dang it. Just the one god. Just the one. I think about that That's all the awesome. time. Just yeah. just the one god. Just, yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's funny. Um, two other questions I had. Um, a, I feel like the whole episode was very confusing. Um, it was a bit, yes. I'm like, and I'm halfway not, through, I'm like, I'm so confused. I'm not sure they knew what they wanted from this character, the writers. Yeah, yeah. It feels like they wasted him. Totally. When he could have shown intense growth and we could have had this wonderful teaching moment with Mal and Zoe. Yeah. Which would have been great character growth for them. And instead he just died. Right. And I was like, hmm. And now he's dead. And like watching him with Kaylee could have been like beneficial to Simon. I feel like so much good could have come from this whole interaction if he had lived. And right. And he didn't. Yeah. And that was weird. Yeah. I mean, and like to replace all your organs with and then put them back. Like, I was like, is he going to be alive when they put them back? I know. What, right. Where are his organs? Right. And what's keeping them alive? Right. Like, I, like it's all very... <laughs> so many unanswered questions. So many. Um, not the least of which, can we talk about River's problematic food? At the very beginning, she's oh, like... yeah. She can't eat that. My, my food is problematic. <laughs> can't eat can't even eat a dang ice ball. Is that what he said? Ice planet or something? Yeah. And I'm like, so 
what is that supposed to be? Like, why can't you just grab it and eat it? Like, why do you have to, like, bob for apple it? Maybe like, she didn't want to touch it because it was cold. It was ice. So. Sure. But then, like, could we have addressed, like, a... like, why this was an issue for her? Yeah. Well, I mean, and. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had a lot of questions about this food. And yeah. I really wanted to know more. Aside from the fact that it was problematic for her to eat it. <laughs> She's like, my food is problematic. And I'm like, if it's touching your lips, though, like, I mean, you have a stick. Why can't you stick the stick in it and just, like, eat it like a caramel apple mm, or yes, something? Yes, you know? no, I'm here for that. You know, why does it have to be on a string? Man, caramel apples are their own kind of problematic food. <laughs> Unless this is a very liquidy caramel. They're so hard to eat. Yeah. yeah. I don't really see the appeal of caramel apples. Yeah, I'm Seems not like a, a big, lot of work. I don't know. <laughs> a, I don't eat fruit anyway, but mm. caramel apples is a no-go for me. Why are they always green apples? Right. I like, feel like there are a lot of apples that would make better caramel apples, like gal gala, gala. Sure. Whatever. Gala is delicious. Or um, I'm sure that would be I think what they try and do is the like sourness of the Granny apple sure. with the caramel. But then, but then the caramel is always like hard and really chewy <laughs> and it's like really hard to bite into. Yeah. And even if you cut it up, I don't know. It's like a lot of work. People are always like, look, <laughs> caramel like apples. And I'm always like, I don't know. I don't need to work that hard <laughs> to have a treat. I don't know. <laughs> so I've got to work for it. It's just not worth it. If I'm having a treat, it's because I'm lazy. Right. <laughs> So, that feels like it defeats the purpose a little bit. <laughs> yeah, like, why is this a thing? But yeah, those were my main questions. Like, I just was very confused about, like, the whole plot to begin with. And, then... and I think it's weird that the war thing never came back up. Yeah. Like, obviously he survived that, but, like, I'm not totally sure what the point of that flashback was. Other sure, than, just to establish their relationship. And that he's kind like, of an idiot, I guess. But, like, <laughs> I don't know. We could have figured that out throughout the course of the episode. <laughs> Especially if he wasn't going to learn from anything. All right. Right, because he's just going to die. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So. Not favorite episode. No, for sure. Um, but, yeah. All anyway. right. Yeah, so... Thanks for tuning in, and I guess this one's just kind of a short one, because it was confusing and problematic. We had too many questions. Couldn't comment on very much. Right. (laughs) Because we have no answers. Somebody answer us. Somebody. should get, like, Joss or Tim Manier on this podcast. I think it would be cool to have some of the writers on any given show we, we do. Yeah. Come on and be like, listen... This is what I... Here's the answers to your questions that we have. Listen, the thing is, no matter how much we love something, especially movie-related, they they always have flaws. Love! People, people, I watch a movie, and I maybe loved it, and I come in away and I talk about the flaws, mainly because that's what leaves questions in my mind, you know, is the flaws. And people think I hated it. I I didn't hate it. I just, there were a lot of flaws for yeah. me you know like and and that's just what's sticking out in my mind because it's created a lot of questions right but 
people think that that means that I hate it. No, there's yeah. there's no perfect movie out there. No. I hate to break it to you. Yeah. There, there's no flawless <laughs> movie or TV show anywhere. Um, Armageddon. I'm sorry. I haven't even watched it. Ugh. Oh, <laughs> I know. You need to watch that. Well, and it came out at a time. Like, you know, so Armageddon and Deep Impact came out, like, in the same season. Mm. Like, they both came out during the summer of that year. Um, what year was that? I feel like it was 96 or 97. I'm going to go with 97. So I was feels like summer of '97 like, kind of thing. I was nine, so it's fine. Okay. <laughs> so was I looking to watch a movie about Armageddon? No, probably not. About I was asteroids nine. hitting the planet. That's. <laughs> <clears throat> so it was funny because there's these like two, you know, there's Armageddon and like I don't even know how I got on this tangent, but oh, because I think Armageddon is a great movie and nobody else in the world does. Oh, so. that's the worst. I hate <laughs> when that happens. <laughs> But Deep Impact is a good movie as well. Like, and I think most people actually prefer... So Armageddon is very Jerry Brockheimer. Like, mm. explosions and stuff and action and drama. Okay. Like, Deep Impact is way more dramatic. Which girls in, t in general prefer. Yeah. And the thing, about, the thing about creating a movie for movie theaters is uh, you have to appeal to the girls. Because if the girls, girls want to see it, guys will go see it with them but if you appeal to just the guys it's just the guys right that's true <laughs> that's all you get that's very true this is when you're writing a movie for theater release that's what you have to take into consideration is that you have to sell it to females yeah, so smart. if there's more drama in deep impact yeah. i i would imagine it got better theater sales because yeah. women were like "Ooh, emotions and, <laughs> Ooh, and love tender emotions yeah <laughs> um fun fact about deep impact though is so my brother um i don't think we've talked about this before was a set medic fun for many moons many um, moons yeah <laughs> so he like he is in the credits of many movies that's awesome including deep impact and um you're a set medic weird job i know right was he was a paramedic I mean, kind of cool but like yeah weird yeah because it wouldn't it would be like a weird distortion of your actual training yeah. job like you know what I mean well yeah because like literally he got paid to like and paid very well to sit on the sets of movies and hand out Advil like <laughs> <laughs> this is what I trained for here's your Advil <laughs> and the most um the like the worst injury he ever had to um, treat treat was his own <laughs> on the set of Castaway. Is that when he stopped being a set medic? Yeah. <laughs> and I forget how what it was he doing. But like he cut his knee somehow um. Um, on the set of Castaway. They were in Fiji, and um, yeah. but he gets to go to cool places, so right. that's cool. Yeah, like he went to. Um, Hawaii for Jurassic Park. Um, I think it was Jurassic Park like three. I don't think that's the first one. Still. Um, yeah. And and Castaway and Deep Impact. I don't remember where they filmed Deep Impact. Um, but he legit taught Elijah Wood how to ride a motorcycle. <gasps> that's super fun. I know. That's my brother. That's way cool. Yeah. So, fun fact about us. <laughs> 
You totally... See, like, we already finished talking about the episode, so you could have, like, just turned it off. Oh. You know, like... But you don't because five you Five minutes us. ago. Yeah. We should do a doctor-type show, and then we should have him be on. Oh, that would be fun. That would be cool. Yeah. He's he's a firefighter now, so, like, he... He's, he was a paramedic, and then he was, We should like, have had him come on for that firefighter episode of... Of True Calling. True Calling. Yeah. Um, and then, so he, um, his wife didn't like him being out of town so much because he was out of town a lot for the movie stuff. That makes sense. Yeah. And so, um, so he joined the LA city fire department and because he was a paramedic. So now he's a firefighter paramedic. That's Um, nice. But, and now he is a captain and a chaplain. What is a chaplain? They, like he can perform weddings and stuff. Like Uh, he's like a religious... (laughs) figure weird for a firefighter but in, okay well like because in the like there's a religious person in the fire department and mm. i don't even know why but anyway but he's a chaplain la city that's cool yeah so my brother stoops famous he's, he's in like the pets. credits of like movies and stuff he has imdb credits that's so fun it is fun i actually i have imdb credit did you know this nice me? i did not I was in a Christmas movie when I was little. <laughs> I am available on Amazon. Oh, look at you. I know. Famous. Yeah, Soup's famous. <laughs> it's under my maiden name, though, so you'll never find me. <laughs> you can have another credit. I'll put you in the background when I do my TV. Perfect. Because <laughs> then I can change my name. Like I, like, I joined IMDb so that I can, like, try and change it to my married name, and they wouldn't let me. Rude. I know. I'm like, come on, because I would like to have an IMDb credit. <laughs> but yeah, it's that's lame. Under my maiden name, hmm. jerks. Anyway, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, I know you enjoyed <laughs> chatting with Sarah and Bryn. Yes. We might release some bonus episodes. That's just us talking. Bonus episodes. And you're here for it. I promise. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys next time. Bye.